Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today, we're going to be talking about the power of messages. Whether we like it or not, we hear messages daily. These messages are usually loud, <laughs> do this, be this, and are often damaging and contradictory, where you might hear someone says, you're perfect already, but you can be better if you, we've all heard that. Today, we will discuss how to discern helpful from harmful messages. And this is so important if you are a person of purpose and are on a mission to do something that will transform your community. Listen to today's episode. Make sure you grab some notes because we're going to dive into some things that are going to really shift how you receive information. All coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are here and dialed in with me. What up? If this is your very first time listening, make sure you smash that subscribe button. That way, as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And I hope that you've been enjoying the series that we've been talking about your self-esteem and your self-worth and how you can be the best version of yourself. If you've been loving this podcast, make sure that you let other people know, write a review, send me a voice message. You can check out the note section below where you can leave me a message. Make sure you include your name and your hometown and what you've been really loving. That way we can empower other people to take that next step and to discover who they are meant to be. So often we are working on life scripts that don't belong to us. They belong from our critical mother or father or our fearful aunts or uncles or what we believe we're supposed to be as in our gender or however we choose to identify as religious, whatever it is, you have the choice in your life right now to become the best version of yourself minus the judgment and the criticism from frankly insecure people. That's my mission. That's the whole purpose of the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. It's not just for introverts. It's for anyone who wants to step out of the shadows and become the best version of yourself. And I'm so glad that you are here on this journey. Okay. If you're interested in learning more about me, check out the links below. There's an info.deniseglee.com slash connect where you have the option on hopping on my weekly mailing list where I send inspiration and motivational information. You can check out some of my other offerings in case you are looking for more one-on-one support. Those are all available for you and I want you to take advantage of that. What we are going to be talking about or it's going to be found more in detail in Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where I hop into your inbox every day and give you a very special message as long with some journaling prompts to help you discover who you are minus the crap, minus all the things that you believe is limiting you from your current success. So go ahead, check that out. Amazing Attitude is in the link in the comment section below. I am really fired up and excited to talk with you about messages. For the longest time, I knew words were powerful, but I wasn't really understanding it until I read Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, and also reading his book, Outwitting the Devil. And this message is so very clear is that beware of your feelings because they turn into thoughts. Beware of your thoughts because they turn into actions. 
Beware of your actions because it turns into your character and beware of your character because it will become your destiny. At the grocery store, buying produce with the FedEx man, accepting the delivery and in every interaction you have with human beings in this world. So often we receive messages from people that tell us that we need to be either skinny or wear more makeup, not wear any makeup, be strong, lose weight. And oftentimes these messages are very heavy onto our subconscious and printing messages as if we are not good enough, we are not better enough, we are not worthy enough unless we conform to the standards. You know, one of the things I always laugh about talk with my husband about my my mother-in-law and the ever-changing stance on consuming fatty foods. And my husband told me that when he was a little boy, his mother had a war against fat, meaning that anything, take the skin off the chicken, take the skin off any of the, the food, make sure you're not cooking with any oils and whatnot. And I remember when I was pregnant and my, my mother-in-law came in and she was cooking this very greasy, fatty dish. And I said, I thought you weren't interested in eating f- fatty foods. And he said, well, I make an exception. And then my husband looked up, he says, don't, don't worry about her. She's always contradictory in terms of consuming fats and oils and stuff like that. So oftentimes we say these messages, but our behavior is not in alignment with who we are, who we want to be. And that's what I really want to talk with you about was some of my messages that we may have heard from other people and they're not innocent. They're not cute. In fact, they're very damaging and has, if left on question, can actually erode away your sense of worth, your value, and what you can offer in this world. And what I want to talk with you is from the standpoint of, yes, I can recognize these messages and based on what I intuitively know, I can make the next best decision as to whether or not I want to receive it or reject it. So many times we have received so many messages that are not in alignment with who we are and the best version of ourselves, that we become fragmented people, lost and insecure, always searching for the next best thing to make us feel good. Well, when in the reality is that we're still holding on to beliefs that are actually causing us unhappiness and misery. And Amazing Attitude goes into so much more detail about how to unpack and resolve those feelings. But for our purposes of today, I just want to give you a little brief snippet of some messages that you may be receiving right now that seem innocent, innocuous on the surface, but are actually very damaging, very corrosive to the soul. Okay. The first message that you may have been receiving is messages of us against the world. I'll never forget at the height of the Me Too movement. And I remember hearing all these stories, legitimate stories for sure, about women who have suffered abuse at the hands of men in Hollywood and in corporate America and even in romantic situation. Now, by no means am I trying to discredit women who were legitimately abused, neglected, harmed at the hands of a powerful man or a powerful system that overtly damaged her. Okay. I just wanted to say that 
upfront. But oftentimes, I've when I hear these messages of us against them, particularly women against men, I believe that it robs us of thinking critically about the situation. Uh, specifically talking about Me Too as an example, where there was women who were complaining vehemently against the, the men and the power structures, the producers, that the casting couch, meaning that you would have to sh- more or less do some sexual favors in return for a coveted role in a movie theater. And what I found that was very interesting was only until these women became powerful, became their own statue of success, whatever that may be, that only then they came back and say, geez, there was abuses. And then the the excuse was, well, now I have the power to speak up. Well, they also have the power to refuse giving sexual favors. They also have the power of congregating with other women and rallying against abuses of power. But it was only until they felt safe and comfortable that they felt empowered, quote unquote, to say this. I, in fact, I, when I think about it, honestly, I think a lot of these ladies were saying these things from a point of getting attention and less of actually bringing awareness because the games still play on. And the point I'm trying to make is not to condemn these women, but the point is when you're listening to messages, they say us against them. I want you to take a very critical eye and think about who are saying these things and what is their agenda behind them? Because more often than not, they'll tell you stories to make them feel good, to make you feel angry, to advance their cause and make you feel miserable in this in the the meanwhile. And for me, and I don't believe that is empowerment at all. In fact, I think it's a form of self-victimization. I don't believe that anyone, male or female, deserves to be mistreated misused, mistreated, neglected, any of that. But if you as an adult choose to stay there, you have to assume the responsibility of how how you choose to conduct yourself. And when I say conduct yourself in terms of how you relate with others and how you relate to yourself. So often I've seen so many situations where women who are purposely stay in situations for money or attention and their self-esteem gets so eroded to the point where they think of themselves as nothing more than an object, as a plaything, as something to be lusted after. And they've lost their own sense of identity and worth other than I'm only as good as the last person who could use me. So this whole idea of us versus them has to always be centered around what am I learning from this idea? And if it's only going to cause animosity, it's not bringing together community, it's not bringing together more heightened awareness, it's not coming together to make real change, first within the each individual person and then the, the corporate, the body of the people, then you have to ask yourself, why are you there? And for some people, you may need to change jobs. For some people, you may need to stop talking with certain friends. I'll never forget a um, a few years ago that there was a woman I was acquainted with. I wouldn't even call her a friend. And every time there was articles about a man being abusive or a man doing all this stuff, she would always send me this article, these articles. And I said, well, you know, this is terrible. This is terrible, obviously. But I want to know what's his perspective. What What's going on? I'm only hearing one side of the equation. 
I remember being attacked about, well, don't you know that there is no excuse? There, that this is just a, another example about how men are terrible, and I'm not really in the business of misandering, meaning hate against men, and I'm not against, and I'm not about misogyny, hate against women, but I am about knowing the true perspective, even if we don't want to agree with it, for us to be able to make the most logical, rational conclusions and messages that usually surround that that there's a bastard, they're a bastard or a bitch, you know, if it's a, if it's a woman, usually is not centered around love and honesty and transparency. That's just my own personal opinion on that. So I want you to take a very critical eye. Are you surrounding yourself with people who are fueling the fans of anxiety and angst and animosity and condescending against one group or another without getting a full perspective? Because that may be more harmful than you may even realize right now. Okay. Now, the second message that I believe is very damaging is messages of the one-way standard, our cult. One confession I have to make before I kind of dive into this is because for the longest time, I thought I was pretty autonomous, but I found myself in my own little version of cult online because oftentimes when we go on social media, we have the right (laughs) to be surrounding ourselves with content and creators that show us messages and ideas that conform to how we like to live the world. And unfortunately, because of that, we may not be able to be exposed to contradictory information or things that challenge our worldview. And the way the social media algorithms are created is that you get more of what you're consuming. And unfortunately, that creates this bubble effect where we're only viewing things from one filter, one unique perspective. And I see this a lot on it. I'm not, I'm going to change my mind. I was going to drop a name, but I would just say that I see this in very popular social media channels today where it's almost like we're all one collective, one mind, and no no one is allowed to speak outside of the consensus. My father, actually my, my husband too, big Star Trek fans, and there was this character or there, there, there's different alien creatures, I call them characters, was the Borg. And the Borg was just this sentient robotic creature where they all had one collective conscious. They all literally thought along the same lines and they all worked together for one unified mission and there was no deviation. And I believe somehow through social media, we have created us to be robotic-like in our own little silos where if anyone does not want to be aligned with the consensus, they are destroyed through character assassination. And those type of messages where you know you're in a cult where they say, you can only do this or be this, or we only do this, or we never do that. And there is a very punitive effect if you decide to go against those lines. 
You may have seen this even in your family life growing up, just kind of veering away from social media example, where you may have grown another family where we, the Chapmans, I'm sorry if you actually last name is a Chapman, but just coming up with a last name, we, the Chapmans, are never mow our lawns on Tuesday. I'm just coming up with silly examples. Are we, the Chapmans, never go to x town because x people are there you may have these hard and fast rules because you have been exposed to people and communities that say these things but i i challenge you to question their ideas and ask yourself gee is this really helpful is this really helping me become a better person are these things based out of fear anger malice retribution what what is really going on for the longest time i believe my even myself had this us versus them philosophy against people who were outside of my own cultural background and it wasn't because i had necessarily bad experiences but i was surrounded with people who kept on saying the message that this type of people are dangerous this these type of people are thieves. These type of people are no good. Stay away from them. And never allowing myself to even question, ask, or even experiment to see whether or not their comments of shame or anger or malice was was even valid. They're usually baseless because each person is an individual person that has the right to prove to themselves and to the world who they are and what they choose to provide to the world. So if we're in an environment where these messages are more or less, you're no good, you're not valid, you can't do anything, or you're only expected to do blah, 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 expect problems. And you may not be able to untangle yourself immediately, and that's okay, because for a lot of us, if we have been wanting so much to people please and to accommodate and to be part of the crowd, we may have just taken in these messages thinking that it was no big deal, but if you examine your life closely, you'll realize that there is evidence that you have been tainted by those faulty ideas to the point where you have find yourself isolated and only in the communities because you are so afraid of losing their love, quote unquote, love doesn't intimidate by the way, that you're unable to have really authentic relationships because of fear of upsetting or making them not like you. That's not love. That's not a relationship. Amazing Attitude talks a little bit more about how to have more authentic relationships with yourself and others. But I'm just telling you right now that you don't deserve to be surrounded and people that don't allow differences of opinions or not being allowed to even question what you've been told. That's not any type of relationship. That's not a family. That's a cult. And that's a terrible existence to be in. So I hope you will find yourself the freedom to emancipate yourself if you're stuck in that situation. Okay. Now, I know we've talked a little negative about those type of messages, but I want to end and talk about good messages. Okay. Good messages that you can just drink all day, every day, kind of like a gallon of water a day where you're just, it hydrates you, it rejuvenates you, refreshes you, it cleanses away all the toxins. We want to bathe ourselves with good, positive messages that inspire, that motivate us, that encourage us, that help us 
to see the best version of ourselves and change the world around us in deep and meaningful ways. Now, I'm not into this business of toxic positive messages. And let me explain what that is. Toxic positive messages is those that try to evade the uncomfortable, the painful, the unresolved issues. For example, you may have had a very uncomfortable relationship with a close family member and they tell you, you should still be in contact with them, their family, but it's avoiding the real painful issue that this the family member is very passive aggressive or cruel or says mean stuff. And it's so demeaning that you can't even associate with them without feeling a sense of shame and pity and angst and if you're just told straight up, I need to, I need, or you need to be around those two people just for the sake of being family, that is not a positive message because positive messages acknowledge feelings of one another, good or bad, and works to resolve it. If there is something rotten underneath the surface in terms of not being able to be clear about one's boundaries, not being able to be clear about what you want from them and what you need, then that's not a real relationship where you have to literally walk on eggshells around them, not knowing when or how the next explosion's verbal or sometimes physical, they might be violent. That's not a relationship that's not healthy. So I don't want you at all to try to normalize things that are unhealthy or dysfunctional. That's not a powerful, positive message. In fact, it's powerful, but it's not positive. <laughs> I want us to be associated and affiliated with things that help us refine ourselves so that we can be able to shine our light with other people. I have a very unique fascination with knives and I have been learning about different types of knives, serrated knives, kitchen knives, steak knives, all these different types of knives, powering knives. And I've noticed that every time I use my knives, after a while, they get dull from use and, and wear, obviously. And in order to keep my knives sharp, I have to use a wetting board, W-H-E-T-T-I-N-G, very interesting stuff, where it has different types of pressure that I can rub against it to keep the knife sharp. And as I think about every time I sharpen my knife before I, I to keep it sharp so I can cut through the materials that I'm working with my products, it reminds me about how can I keep myself sharp in terms of being able to discern what's good for me, what's not good for me. When am I knowing when I'm in and out of alignment and I keep myself sharp by having this time that we have with one another, obviously reading other spiritual material and reflecting and being honest with myself. That keeps myself sharp so that I can receive the messages that sometimes may hurt, but hurt good in terms of acknowledging things that are unresolved, the things that I need to work through. For me, one of the things that I have been always struggling with my entire life, and it's getting better, but I totally acknowledge that it was anger. And anger, really, what really anger is, is hurt demanding justice. I find this a lot specifically with women where they have absorbed so 
many messages that demeaned, defeated, distorted reality. And we need to cut through that. We got to go and sharpen our knives and cut through all those things that made us feel less than the, the women, the queens that we are. And this message applies to men as well. I don't want to discount the men because you may have been receiving messages of what a man should be and what a man should do. But when you heard the messages from some other people that weren't living and walking the talk of what man is supposed to be, it made you angry. It made you maybe perhaps hate yourself. Because you weren't living up to a standard that was what you believe manhood could be. And we're not going to get into this message about blame or shame. But we're coming for this message of receiving positive message from, I accept the challenge. I accept the fact that there is work that needs to be done. And um, some days I'm going to just hit those home runs and get them all over the fence. And sometimes I'm just having a bad day and maybe I might spill out in a little bit of angry and frustration against people that don't deserve it or maybe one day I might be able to not open the door when I know that someone's around me and I I, I want to be a gentleman or in any case I'm just just throwing out examples to say that we always have do-overs but first and most importantly let's have a positive message for ourselves where we acknowledge our humanity, where we acknowledge the fact that we may not get it right all the time, but we keep showing up and we keep doing the right things. And we keep understanding that there is more ahead than behind us in terms of the journey of life. And when we think about accepting positive messages, we receive the messages understanding that not all positive messages feel good at the moment. But if they're good for us, it will help us to be more comfortable being in our own skin. So often I've talked with so many clients over the years and they hated themselves because they weren't measuring up to a standard that even their own family members couldn't match up to. What lunacy is that? And I don't want us in this day and age with all the advances of technology and and so many things out there for us to sit here and say that we can't access the people and the resources that can help us. You know, Amazing Attitude is one of them. But the whole point I'm trying to make is that let's stop giving ourselves the excuses that, well, I can't do this or I only do this until I get permission. No, 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 no. We owe ourselves more than that. We can achieve things. We can reach out and take that next step, whatever that next step looks like for you. Be brave and say to yourself, I'm only going to be surrounding myself with people and things that help me become the best version of me. And I'm not going to make any more excuses. And I'm not going to do the blame game. And I'm not going to surrender to the fears and anxiety. That is a prescription for death. If we say, well, my mother was this way or my uncle was this way or my father was this way, therefore I'm doomed. No, no, no. You have the choice to be the best version of yourself. And that means allowing yourself to learn from your past experiences and do better the next time. You have that choice. You have the freedom to do that. No longer can you sit here and claim that you can't take that next best step, whatever that looks like for you. 
All right, let's recap everything that we've talked about today is that I don't want us to be in these messages where we are blaming or shaming or belittling. We can and will do the things that encourage us to be the best version of ourselves. So perhaps we need to really question the people around us. Perhaps we need to revisit and revise messages that didn't make sense then and don't make any kind of sense today. You know, I was a really big fan of Susie Orman in my early 20s. And one of the things that she said was that as part of trying to have your money management strategy is to look at your bank account and check out your subscriptions. What are you subscribing to? If you Are you still part of that book club or that gym membership or whatever that charges you so much dollars per day? Now I'm asking you, what are you subscribing to that is not valid in your life? Perhaps you need to unsubscribe. Perhaps we need to disconnect. Whatever that looks like. And lastly, we need to be starting to fuel ourselves with the things that encourage and motivate and inspire us. Obviously, this podcast is one of them. Please share this podcast with someone that you know that way that you can be able to spread the message. But there's other ways that you can motivate and inspire yourself where you're reading and you're consuming materials that make you shine, that make you become the best version of who you are. And only you know what that looks like. Well, that is it. Um, My question for you is, what are you going to do to become the best version of yourself? What messages help you become the best version of you? Let me know. Write me. There is a link in the comment section below for you to reach out. And I also just want to empower you and encourage you to do one thing in terms of saying a powerful message to someone that you know. I love your handwriting. I love the way you walk the dog or whatever message that you want to send to someone that you love because in the way we get more when we give out. Okay. So I encourage you to do that. Well, with that being said, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.